Welcome to the Six Figure Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Allie Reeves, and my purpose is to help women grow their online businesses, influence, and income with ease. I've built a multiple six-figure business on social media and have mentored now thousands of women across multiple industries on how to do the same. If you're ready to drop the excuses, learn all the juicy secrets, and step fully into the six-figure and beyond boss that you're meant to be, then you've come to the right place. Let's get started. Well, hello. Welcome to the Six Figure Influencer Podcast. I am so happy you are here. Today, we are going to talk about prospecting, specifically prospecting mistakes. And (laughs) I want to apologize for this episode getting out late this week. But to be fair, this is the second time that I am recording it. So The first time I recorded it, everything was on time. Everything was as it should be. But at some point during uploading it and adding it to Dropbox so Kate and Philip could edit it, something corrupted in the file and we could not salvage it. So this is my, this is the first opportunity I've had to sit down and re-record it, but it is all good because now I can go through this even better that I've had a full dress rehearsal of this material. Also, we're just going to go ahead and blame this on Mercury being in retrograde. I don't know if it is anymore today. I'm recording this on June 15th. I think it's about to be over and I've never, I mean, I joke about Mercury being in retrograde and, you know, it's funny, but I have to say I've had multiple tech issues over the past couple weeks. This is not the first problem I've had with tech. And that's one of the biggest things that a retrograde in Mercury specifically affects. So I'm curious if you have had any tech difficulties over the past couple weeks while it's been in retrograde, let me know. Reach out to me on Instagram because I'm super curious now. Uh, But yeah, we're just going to go ahead and chop it up to some planetary moodiness and move on with our lives. So the first thing I want to say before we dive into the meat of this topic that we're going to cover today is I want to talk a little bit about who prospecting is for. And if you press play today, I assume most of you, like, you know that you should be prospecting in some way, but I'm hoping that some of you aren't really sure if this episode is for you and you're wondering if you need to stick around for the rest of the episode. And for those people, listen up because I was one of those people who not too long ago, I used to think prospecting was for people who actually sold like a product or maybe people in corporate, right? Like I used to have that old fashioned idea of prospecting of cold calling and cold messaging and all of that. And I didn't really understand how it fit into social media, but now as social media has evolved in what it is, and now that there's such a massive emphasis on building relationships with the right people, with people that are actually going to vibe with you and what you have to sell, I have a, a new understanding and appreciation, or I have anyway for a while now, 
a new appreciation for prospecting and what it can do for one's business. So obviously, if you sell a product or service, you should be prospecting on some level. But also, prospecting can work wonders for other goals as well, such as building a team. If you're in direct sales and you want to grow and expand your own team and network and you aren't prospecting, what are you doing with your life? (laughs) So definitely building a team, prospecting can be wildly helpful for. Also something that I think, I'm sure a lot of people don't realize, but prospecting is great for building up a relationship for a future collaboration. So depending on where you're at in your own social media journey and influencer journey, whenever I say influencer, I mean anybody who is selling anything online, not our, what a lot of people assume is influencer, like people who like to know it and bloggers and fashion bloggers and makeup bloggers. No, anybody who is selling anything online whether it's their own product or service or somebody else's, you are an influencer. Anybody who has influence over somebody's buying behavior, you are an influencer. So maybe there's somebody out there that you want to partner with or a brand or a business that you want to partner with in some way, whether that be maybe a giveaway or some sort of affiliate partnership or any kind of collaboration. Maybe you aren't in the place where that person would agree yet. You know, maybe your audience is a little bit smaller or maybe they don't know you at all. You guys have zero relationships. So the odds of them agreeing to some sort of collaboration is pretty low depending on where they're at in their network journey. So you could use prospecting as a means to intentionally build a relationship with that future, with a person that you might want to do a future collaboration with. A lot of people don't think of it like that, but there's a good idea for you right there. You can also use prospecting to go out and find and build relationships with future employers or employees. So maybe you have a brick and mortar, or maybe you're in a job and you're wanting to eventually shift to another job or another position, you can prospect these future employers or employees to boost the odds that they say yes or hire you or join your team or whatever that thing is. So prospecting has evolved quite a bit now that we have access to these incredible tools that are on our phones, social media, and I'm all about it. I use prospecting for my own business. I teach my own method of prospecting, which we're going to talk about in just a second. And I just created an app for you to prospect more effectively and easily. So if you have not heard yet, I created an app for you. It's called the Profitable Prospecting App. And what this is going to allow you to do is keep all of your prospects that you are building relationships with. These are just people that you're building relationships with, right? For some future goal for your business. This app is going to allow you to keep them all nicely organized and input certain information for each prospect, such as what their lead status is. So are they a cold lead? Are they a warm lead? Are they neutral? Are they hot? This is, it's good to know because you might forget depending on how many people you are prospecting, right? You can also put information in like the date that you began prospecting them. Have they followed you back yet? Have they converted yet? 
You can add notes about a certain prospect. Like maybe you want to put their anniversary or their birthday or the last thing that they purchased from you. Or maybe they use a particular shade of makeup or if you sell makeup or anything, you can add notes. And then my two favorite things that you can do in this app is you can link each prospect to their individual Instagram page because the whole point of this is so that you can organize your prospects but then go and engage with them, right? You you want to go and build relationships and comment on their stuff and DM them regularly so, they're, so that you're popping up their notifications. So this app will link directly to each person's Instagram page. So all you have to do is tap one button and, and it opens up Instagram so you're not having to toggle through a bunch of different apps. And then you can also set reminders to go and engage with each prospect as well. So let's say you are prospecting me and you know that you want to follow up with me about some discussion we had in two days. You can go to where I'm at in the app and you can set a reminder to engage with me just like you would anything else in your phone. So you can like set the date and the time and that will pop up as a notification on your phone, just like a text message or anything else would. And it's going to say, Hey, go and follow up with Allie or, you know, whatever you put in there as the note. So this app, if you are actively prospecting and building relationships with anybody on social media, particularly Instagram, this app is the answer to your prayers. No more keeping these things in the notes app of your phone or on pieces of paper or anywhere else. You can have it all in one place and it's just so seamless and easy and simplified. So again, that's the Profitable Prospecting app. Go check that out. That's available right now in the Apple App Store. It's not available on Google for Androids yet, but it will be. Um, and I am looking into adding in like a Facebook part two where you can link the person to their Facebook page. So that will be the next variation of that. So anyway, if you aren't prospecting or being intentional about building relationships with certain people for your business, again, whatever that means, whether that means for business revenue or collaborations or whatever, like some goal for your business, for your career, you are missing out. So in this episode, I'm going to go through some of the top prospecting mistakes that I personally have made myself and that I see other people making. We're going to start there with what not to do. And then next week, we're going to talk about some prospecting tips and strategies and things that you can do to be even more effective with building these relationships. So before we get into what not to do, I want to redefine prospecting for you because I think this is important. Because again, I know I used to have an outdated view and thought and definition of what prospecting is, and it's evolved the more that I've gotten into it. So I just want to make sure that you and I are, are clear on what I mean by prospecting before we get into what not to do and what to do. So if you were to look up the word prospecting in the dictionary, the most basic definition is to look out for and to search for. And that lines up perfectly with 
what I used to think prospecting was in the past and what it was in the past, right? Where people used to get out phone books or directories or even on social media, they would go and they would target this specific person and then they would have a very streamlined approach to try and convert them. So this is where cold calling and cold messaging would come in and where it had a very big moment a few years ago. Well, like everything, strategies evolve and what works and converts what used to convert people, those strategies evolve as well. And cold messaging doesn't fly anymore. That mass approach and, you know, lack of personalization that doesn't work anymore with people in most cases. We're all hip to it. We've all had it happen to us. It doesn't feel great. And yeah, it just, it doesn't work as well as it used to. So with my business, one of my goals and what I want to help everybody do is grow their business and, and sign more clients and find the most loyal customers and the best collaborators, right? Like I want to help you do this for your business. So I needed to teach some sort of prospecting strategy to help you to do that. And that is how I came up with what I call profitable prospecting, which is my new age, I guess, approach to building relationships with the right people. So if I had to redefine prospecting or if I had to add a definition to profitable prospecting, I would say that you are intentionally building relationships with the right people as a means to convert cold leads into positive ROI for your business. Okay. We're just, we are being intentional about the time that we are spending on social media or wherever you're doing the prospecting making sure that you are building relationships instead of just targeting and sending out mass messages. We are, the the key phrase here is building relationships with the right people as a means to convert them from cold leads into some sort of positive ROI for your business. Okay. And I've talked about prospecting and specifically profitable prospecting here and there on a few previous episodes. I don't think I've devoted a full episode. I'm pretty sure I looked through and I'm pretty sure I haven't devoted a full episode to profitable prospecting. So next week, we're going to talk a lot more about, again, what to do, how to go go from just simply prospecting to what I call profitable prospecting. But today, let's first get clear on what we don't want to do. What are some habits that I've seen people have around prospecting and I've certainly done as well? What are some of these habits that we need to identify and delete completely so that we can then adopt better, more effective strategies for building these relationships with people that need what it is that we have to offer? So we are gonna kick off the list with number one, not prospecting at all, or not having a strategy around prospecting or not doing it consistently. Okay. So you either 
you aren't prospecting, you haven't tried it for your own business, or maybe you have, but you don't have much of a strategy and you certainly aren't being consistent with any kind of strategy that you do have. That is the first mistake that we want to nix completely. I honestly cannot think of one type of business or or industry or type of influencer that wouldn't benefit from some sort of prospecting strategy or using some sort of prospecting for that business, even if you don't actually have one product or service that you sell. Like let's say you are a quote influencer and your job is to partner with brands or people or to get a certain level of affiliate sales, okay? Even you should be prospecting in some way because your big thing, how you are gonna grow your audience is by partnering, by collaboration. So we already talked about how there might be some people out there that you should partner with, that you absolutely could, but you guys don't have that relationship or rapport yet. So you can be using profitable prospecting as a way to build that rapport so that they are more likely to agree to some sort of collaboration with you, which will grow your audience, which will grow your engagement, which will grow your affiliate sales or whatever it is that your goal, whatever your goal is. So I think it's safe to say that if you are not prospecting, regardless of your business or industry, you are missing out. You're leaving money on the table. You're not being strategic enough. And let me put it to you this way. Maybe you have been relying on your content, which is a big piece of my my own strategy as well. And, you know, you know, like you are super consistent showing up on stories and and creating the reels and the posts and the e-blasts and you have that on lock. But here's the thing. When it comes to social media, you are at the mercy of an algorithm. So you might be creating the best content in the world. And I don't want you to stop doing that by any means. We do not want to stop that. But again, you are not in control of who sees your stuff the algorithm is. But guess what? That's why God gave us direct messages so that we can have some ounce of control over who sees our stuff, over whose notifications we're popping up in. And that is where profitable prospecting comes in. It's you spending your time wisely, still putting out the content, but in pockets of time, engaging with the right people, your ideal clients, your ideal collaborators, your collaborators, your ideal team members, employers, employees, whoever these people are, you are spending the time engaging with them in some way so that you're building that rapport. But also, this is cool too, the more that you DM somebody back and forth, this triggers to Instagram or Facebook or any of these platforms that you two are friends. Obviously, you wouldn't be DMing. So if they are following you, they're going to start seeing more of your content. So it's kind of like you're coming at them from two angles. You're coming at them in the background, behind the scenes, behind the curtain, but also in the foreground with your content. So if you are not prospecting, you are certainly missing out on more revenue or more opportunities or whatever that goal is for you. And if you aren't doing it consistently, if you don't have a strategy around it, you're just not being as effective. Prospecting works better when you can be more consistent 
It's just going to allow you to convert people faster. The faster you can build a relationship, the faster you can convert said person. And obviously, the more consistent you are on engaging with them, you're going to be able to do things and convert just a lot faster. So big mistake number one when it comes to prospecting that we want to stop is not prospecting at all or not prospecting in a strategic manner, especially in a consistent manner. The second mistake you might be making with your prospecting, if you are prospecting, is doing any kind of outdated prospecting method like cold messaging or copying and and pasting an impersonal message to mass amounts of people. That is just, it's not only ineffective or less effective than doing it the long game way, which we'll talk about, but it's also lazy. So we want to be better. Okay. Cold messaging, it just, it doesn't work. Um, or if it does work, it's not going to get you the level and quality of results that doing it the long game way, the profitable way would. And then, you know, sending those impersonal mass messages also doesn't work. Y'all, we can sniff them out, right? We we know we've all been cold messaged before. We've all received that that message that you know is copy and pasted. You can just, you can feel it. You can sniff it from a mile away. And what happens when you are the receiver of that? Most of us don't want to continue engaging with that person. It feels icky. So you're really you're wasting your time with a lot of these people. I, I have said this before, but to me, you are burning a lot more potentially. Did I just say potentially? <laughs> Oi, okay. Potentially profitable bridges. You are burning more bridges than you are building them by doing by doing these things. So don't do it. Okay. Take the time, play the long game. Building relationships don't happen overnight and for good reason. So you kind of just have to own the fact, like if you are of this mindset, like things need to happen fast, fast, fast and overnight, you're going to have to kind of come to grips that the game has changed. And the winning game strategy right now is the long game strategy. And maybe this will shift back to a shorter game strategy later on. These things do evolve and shift. But for right now, the long game strategy is the winning strategy. So slow down to speed up, take your time, do it the right way, because I guarantee you, you will get much better results when you don't try and rush it with the cold messaging, the impersonal, lazy, copy and paste type messages. Okay, so that's the second mistake. And speaking of rushing relationship building, the third thing, the third mistake that you don't want to make when it comes to your prospecting is rushing the pitch. Wow, this is such a big one. And this is hard. This is really, really hard because if I know you, I know that you truly believe in what you have to sell. You're really excited about it and you're really excited to get it in the hands of the right people as you should be. But when you try and rush a pitch, right? When you get ahead of yourself and you try and sell or pitch whatever it is that you need for your business too soon, 
what happens? You blow your cover. That is a no-no. You do not want the person on the other side of your prospecting to know that you are prospecting them because what's going to happen? They're going to close up. They're going to stop responding. That doesn't feel good either. Now, what you might be wondering is, well, okay, is this right? Like, should I be prospecting people? Isn't that icky too when I am, quote, intentionally engaging with specific people for my own personal gain? While I can see the argument for that, the answer is no. If you truly believe in what you have to offer, then you are doing people a favor by getting that offer or you in front of the right people if they truly need it. And maybe maybe they're just a good fit. Maybe they end up not needing it. Or maybe you find out later on that they're not a good fit. Obviously, these things can happen too. But if they fit your avatar for whatever it is that you have to offer, whether it's a collaboration, building a team, a business, selling a product or service, then it is your job to get in front of these people and build relationships with these people so that you can further see if they are a good fit or not, and then eventually pitch to them. You don't get mad when you're watching a TV show and you get a slew of ads, if you still watch them, that are clearly targeting you because they know the demographics that's watching that show. This is, it's advertising. This is what people do. And this is the exact same thing. And while we know the ads are trying to sell us, social media is a whole different beast. We don't want people to know, at least via DMs, prospecting-wise, that they are being targeted in most cases. And when you rush the pitch, you are giving yourself away. You're blowing your cover. You are, in most cases, ruining or hurting the odds that this person eventually converts for you. So you need to learn to slow your roll, basically. And the next question you might be wondering to yourself is, okay, uh, I'll slow down. I won't rush, rush the pitch, but does that mean that I can never pitch? When can I pitch? Is there ever a right time? This is where we need to put our big girl panties on and learn how to discern and trust our guts. Okay. You really need to tune into the conversations that you're having and feel into a person and where they're at. You need to take the time and When you do this, and it takes practice, by the way, this is not like something that most people nail overnight by any means. I'm not saying it's easy, but with practice comes experience. So eventually, the more that you start doing this, you are going to be able to gauge when the right time is to to pitch to somebody. And by the way, somebody might be ready to have a sales conversation day one, day two. That happens all the time. If somebody, if you start prospecting somebody and they see that you sell something that they're interested in and they start inquiring about it, girl, shoot your shot for sure. But typically in most cases, it's going to take a little bit longer than that. And this is where you know, you can be a bit strategic and maybe leading a conversation and asking questions to maybe, again, get a feel for where this person is at and engaging their interest in what you have to offer or, or where they're at in, in being a good candidate for what you have to offer. But that's something that it's going to vary 
across the board for everybody. So there's no right or wrong answer. Somebody might be ready for a pitch or a sales conversation day one. Somebody might be ready after year one. So just know that going into it and start sharpening your discernment skills. And this leads me into the fourth mistake that you don't want to make perfectly because you're going to get a lot better at not rushing the pitch when you remove expectations, when you're able to detach from any kind of expectation or hopes or outcome. So my fourth mistake that I know a lot of people make, and and I've certainly been guilty of this too, is having an expectation for my prospecting, for the time that I'm spending having these conversations with a prospect. When you come into the conversation or you start prospecting somebody and you have this big deadline that you need to hit or this big goal or whatever the situation is, and you have this timeline, I think like that's the one thing that you have to be cautious about because if you have a timeline and not saying that you can't set goals and set time limits for yourself, but these things build up expectations and you go into the prospecting relationship or practice with this person with this energy of expectancy and maybe even desperation. And even if you don't think it's coming through your words, people can feel that energy way more than I think a lot of people give credit for. We can all pick up on that, even just on a subconscious level. And again, this is another thing that will very, very quickly blow your cover and shoot yourself in the foot before anything else does, is having this this energy of expectation. So what I want you to do is teach yourself and practice detaching and just going into a conversation with the vibe of, I know what I have to offer this person is valuable. I may not know if they're a good fit or if it's the right time for them yet. I'm going to figure that out. But if they buy or if they don't buy, I don't care. I'm going to build a relationship with them. I'm going to have fun doing it. If they convert, great. If not, that's why I'm prospecting more people. I'm just going to feel it out. When you can go at it with that energy, then like overly social, you're not going to rush the pitch. It's just, it's going to make your time doing the prospecting a lot more fun too. So the fourth mistake that I want you to stop doing if you're doing it is having expectations for the time that you are spending prospecting your prospect ease. And then the fifth mistake that we need to stop doing is not doing a good job tracking your prospect's behavior and your actions with your prospect. And this is why I made the app, right? Because when you're just tracking behavior on, you know, in the notes in your phone or on a piece of paper, it's easy to lose them. It's easy to forget or not be consistent. Or, you know, if you're not taking them at all, then you're likely not going to be as consistent as you probably should be in following up and, and just building that rapport. But if you're tracking or prospecting more than one person, you're going to get confused. You're going to lose track of whose birthday is when or who likes this product more than this product or whatever, right? Like 
the more that you can track personal aspects of your prospects and keep up with them and add that level of personalization, the better you're going to be, the faster you're going to convert these people. So if you're not tracking your actions, their behavior, and where you're at with this prospect so that you can do a better job, you're really slowing yourself down and doing yourself a disservice. So track that behavior, whether you use the Profitable Prospecting app or, you know, whatever feels most aligned to you, definitely do that. But the things that I would start tracking are, you know, when you started prospecting them. Because if you started prospecting somebody maybe three months ago, but they're not really engaging with you, or maybe they were, but then they stopped and they kind of lost interest, but you're not tracking that, you could continue spending time trying to prospect somebody who, in their mind, they've already left the chat. They're over it, and you're just wasting your time. So eventually, you do you want to gauge whether you continue prospecting somebody or not, and we're, we're going to talk more about that next week in next week's episode. You also want to track what their lead status is. So are they cold? Are they warm? Are they hot? Because some some of you might have businesses where maybe you have a smaller offer that makes sense to let your warm or hot leads know, but you wouldn't let a cold lead know. So you want to keep track of that, which you can also do in my app. You want to track, have they converted yet? If so, what products or what services have they bought? So you know next time you have something else to offer or something else to follow up for, like you just, you have this information and then you want to track the last time that you followed up with them. Or maybe if you did pitch to them, how did that go? When was that? Do you need to follow up? When do you need to follow up? All of these things, all of these metrics when you start tracking them consistently is going to make your job that much better and effective, which is going to help you convert that much more people faster. Okay. So those are the five mistakes we don't want to make anymore when it comes to our prospecting. Number one, not prospecting at all or not doing it strategically or consistently. Number two, sending cold messages or the lazy impersonal copy paste mass messages. Number three, rushing the pitch. Number four, having an expectation and not detaching from the outcome. And then number five, not tracking the appropriate behavior that's going to make your job easier and make you more effective. Okay, so none of these things are hard to stop doing, but it does require a level of awareness and kind of understanding why you don't want to do those things and, and why it's a mistake if you are doing them. So if you do know that you're making any of those mistakes, no worries. Now you have the awareness. And then episode, let's see, 113, I'm going to talk to you about what I have found through my own experience, through my own practice, and through my own coaching and mentorship, the prospecting practices that take you from basic prospecting to profitable prospecting. So you can listen to that next week. Okay, I hope this was super, super helpful for you. If so, if you got some value from this, let me know, tag me in your stories, shoot me a message. Let me know if you have any questions. And if you really enjoyed this and you love this podcast, it would mean the absolute world to me. If you would leave me a five-star review on iTunes, that is just... Any way that you share this podcast is super helpful. But when you leave me a five-star review... 
It allows me to reach even more women like you who need this information and help even more women's businesses, which is the whole point, my whole goal, why why I'm doing this in the first place. So again, I'm thankful for any way that you find the time to share this out. And yeah, I hope you loved it. I love you. And I will see you here next week. And we'll talk about profitable prospecting practices and ways to make your prospecting and relationship building even more effective. Bye. Hey friend, thank you so much for listening. My goal is to help as many women as possible. And if this episode supported you in any way, the very best way to show your appreciation is by simply screenshotting this episode and sharing on your social media or with your team, or even better dropping me a review on whatever platform you're listening on. Don't forget, if you're looking for additional support, you can always reach me on Instagram at Allie I. Reeves, and or you can join us in the free Six Figure Influencer Facebook group. See you back here next week.